well, if you know the difference between Star Wars and Star Trek is it's all about the space, no tribble, then you're in the right place because you're listening to the Action Figure Blues podcast, episode number 135 for the week of Wednesday, 24 September. I'm John. With me tonight are Adam, Ben, and Scott. This episode's being brought to you by the wonderful folks at Popcorn Superstore and ActionFigureBlues.com. And just for you tonight, we have a special slate of rapid-fire reviews, and our discussion is the Sideshow Premium Format Superman Statue. Well, good evening, gentlemen. How's everybody doing tonight? Speaking. Very well. well. Oh, Adam and I are well at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> well, 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 but we didn't, like, get well together or anything like that. Oh, no way. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Not no, that we did. It was just, like, spontaneous, sim- simultaneous wellness. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know you're well, Adam, but what else have you been up to? It's been a few episodes that you've been on. Uh, I'm sure I've been busy doing things. Um, if I could remember what they were, that would be awesome. I know there was a Bucks night involved. Um, I know I've been doing a lot of garden work in the, the yard. Um, <laughs> not a lot else. Watching my football team not make the grand final sniff. Yeah, at the hands of my football team. Hmm. Yeah, and, and some umpires you probably paid for. Me personally, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I personally paid for them. I'm pretty nice. sure. Yeah, yeah. Not that I'm bitter. No, you don't sound bitter at all. Yeah, not not that we should have kicked straight. But, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, before this devolves, Ben, could you maybe save this? <laughs> I don't know about that. No guarantees. <clears throat> um, yeah, I've had a pretty good week. I had one of those weeks where stuff has actually been turning up at retail and has surprised me. Uh, I had on very good authority from Hasbro Australia that they'd be getting the uh, Captain America Legends, and then they turned up. <laughs> and Toys R Us. Wow. But then <clears throat> one of the things where they keep turning up and I go, ooh, that's really cool. And then I take it over to the price scanner and I scan it and go, eh. <laughs> and then I just put it back and walk away. And um, that happened again when I walked into Toys R Us and they had the Star Wars, the Hasbro Star Wars Black 6-inch um, Biker Scout and Speeder Bike set. And I thought, wow, I'd never expected to see those. And I picked one up and I took it over and I scanned it and it scanned at $80. And I thought, um, I'm still not going to see one of those. So it scanned at what? $80? $80. $80. Yeah. 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 Uh, That's what I said. But there's a few more expletives in there. I'm getting the, um, uh, Jabba and two Biker Scout and things from Big Bad in a pack for like 130, all three of them. Yeah. Well, that's a strange yeah. looking pack because I didn't even know Biker Scouts were on Tatooine. They're not, uh, they're not like together. It's a bundle. Well, they so they're not together pack- if they want it. We don't they're, judge. No, I'm just saying they're not. They are not packaged yeah. together. It's a bundle. C- celebrate slug love. Oh. <laughs> I better shut up now. Okay. Wow. Well, I'm sorry to hear that, Ben. That's that's just insane. That, yeah, it's really pretty insane. crappy. Yeah. yeah. Well, I've got more bad news for you. 
Excellent. Because, uh, this, we, we've been down to the championship of the, uh, the Marvel versus DC bracket and, uh, it's down to Superman and Batman. Yay. That'd make a good theme for a movie. It would. And, um, it's actually tied at 50-50. Are you sponsored by Warner Brothers? You would, you would think, yeah. No, I did not expect, I actually didn't expect many of the DC heroes to make it out. They have, so. Um, there you go. You know, I think that speaks to the, you know, everybody talks about how the, the DC characters are so highly powered, you know, like Superman, and everybody says he's, you know, too super powered, but I, I think that speaks to that a bit. But, yeah. 50-50. <laughs> so Very Adam, good. Go, go vote again. Um, Mr. Scott. Hey! What have you been up to, world traveler, you? Well, first of all, most importantly, back here in Australia, my eldest had her, uh, she'd been playing basketball for four years. She made it into the, her team made it into the grand final for the first time this season, and today they won. Hooray! Yay! It was very exciting. But yeah, I've been to Singapore. It was awesome. <laughs> I could live there if the humidity wasn't one billion percent. <laughs> um, but it is, and so there is much sweating. Um, but it is a great, great place. Great place. So I was there presenting at a conference and got to do a little bit of touristy stuff and, uh, looked around, didn't buy a single thing for me. Oh, wow. I know. What? Yeah, I know. Nothing. The, look, I mean, the prices toy wise are similar to more expensive than here. Mm. And, mm. I, you know, my budget for toys and stuff is pretty, uh, well planned out and I pre-order things. And so a couple of things that I did see were things that I know I've already got on pre-order for similar or better prices. And so it was like, well, you know, kind of a waste of money. And, um, yeah, so, but I haven't mean, had a great time. Um, there's a place I've talked about before in Singapore called China Square, which is like where all the toys are. Okay. And, uh, um, you're tripping over, uh, Marvel Legends, um, Blastar sets, and th- that's where they all are. It's hilarious. Um, but you know, it's, it was great. It's great to visit, great to look at, but I just didn't feel like there was anything that I really needed to spend my money on. So, um, but I had great fun. Love Chinatown. Love it. Could totally live there if the it was. The place, not the movie, right? Yeah, the place. The place, Chinatown in Singapore is awesome. Had a great time. Now, see, I would have expected their prices to be lower there. Mm. No. Uh, no. If you went, I wonder... like, if you went slightly north to Malaysia, they might be a bit lower, but Singapore is a first world country. Yeah. Food's very inexpensive there. You can eat really cheaply and nicely. Um, the Australian dollar is stronger than the Singapore dollar, but not by much. So it's, you know, almost one to one. And toy wise, I think because, you know, it is a, you know, it is a, a first world country, like, you know, Adam said, and there's a lot of locals and travelers there that are into this stuff that can command a good price. Mm-hmm. So some, the stuff for me, things there were either what I would pay at retail here or more. Yeah, there was nothing, I didn't see anything of the stuff that we collect that I thought, oh wow, that is actually a fantastic price. So. I wonder if the, uh, the more Asian stuff would be cheaper than it would say be here. That might be. Mm. That's kind of what I was thinking, but. Yeah, possible. Possible. Yeah. But it is a great country. It's a really, uh, interesting mix of East and West. And if you ever get the chance to go and you haven't been, I would highly recommend it. I love it there. Well, we are glad you traveled safe. And- Thank you. Safely home. So. Yay. I'm getting on a plane again on Monday, but yay. <laughs> well, we, we won't worry about you. Um, no, no. Any, anyway. How are you, John? I already talked. 
Oh, did I you? talked about the hero bracket. Yeah, I'm good otherwise. That's not, that's not how you are. That's the, yeah. that's the hero bracket. How is John? Uh, John's busy. But John's busy? Okay. Yeah, it's crazy. Mm. Yeah. But is John well? No. That's what the listeners really want to know. Allergies not- are kicking in. It's allergy season here. Oh, uh, yuck. Leaves are starting to turn. And yeah. Yep. So it will be fall here pretty soon. Oh, dear. And I say that just to, because you guys don't have fall. <laughs> oh, don't, don't even get me started. <laughs> You know Ben has issues with fall. Yeah. I need a name for this. Like, all the leaves are falling off the tree. <laughs> Let's run with that. <laughs> and then there's the others. Hot, cold. <laughs> yeah, I, I noticed, uh, I looked out the other day and I could see the orange in the leaves. Normally it seems like I just walk outside one morning and they're all orange, and then I walk outside the next morning and they're all on the ground. <laughs> but... Anyway, we have a ton of news to talk about, so we probably should get started at that, and we'll be right back. Okay. Before we get to everybody's favorite features, we like to start with a bit of news, which might be your favorite feature. But anyway, we start with news and (laughs) we don't cover all the news and articulated news, just stuff that caught our eye. And Ben, stuff's been catching your eyes. I'm I'm sure you have more than one eye, don't you, Ben? I do. Okay. Yeah. Stuff's been catching your eyes or at least one of your eyes. One of my eyes. Stuff's been catching your eye. What, 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 What has caught your eye? What has caught my eye? Well, I believe it might have been last week or the week before, uh, you guys were talking about the new 3-0 Game of Thrones Eddard Stark collectible figure. This is the uh, 1-6 scale um, figure that comes hot on the heels of um, Tyrion. And um, I think even at the time you guys mentioned that the likeness was off a little bit. Yeah. And uh, I seem to remember Scott saying something about the eyes freaking him out or, or something similar saying that they weren't quite right. Well, as it turns out, uh, 3-0 have obviously been listening to our show specifically. Of course. Um, and they've actually put off the uh, the pre-order date so that they can go back and rework the portrait. So um, they have done that, and they've released some new shots of uh, Ned Stark with his new new face, and uh, I think it's a huge improvement. New face. <laughs> his new face. He's had plastic surgery. He has. He has. He looks, um, he looks like Sean Bean. He looks like a guy that's going to die in everything he's in. <laughs> yeah, well, that's exactly right. Mm. Well, anyway, this looks... That is a huge improvement. ...like Sean Bean. So, yeah. you know, yeah. you look at this and you go, that's definitely Sean Bean. So, um, yeah, anyway, hats off to those guys. They've obviously taken on uh, the feedback and um, put a bit of effort in, and uh, I think fans of um, these figures are going to be very happy with that. So um, I think you can actually go and... Do, 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 I think you can go and pre-order that now for about 160 US dollars. Hmm. Oh, I see. So they postponed the pre-order. I was kind of thinking, how? <coughs> I'm with you now. Yeah. So anyway, we can do that. All right. Well, huge on. improvement. Yes, it is. And then speaking of huge, see what I did there? <laughs> um, Sideshow Collectibles sent a little email to my inbox, and it featured a huge statue. That is a 2014 Godzilla market. Um, I'm still not sure I understand exactly what a market is, but. Um, Anyway, this thing is huge. So this is based on the latest Godzilla outing. 
Um, and he's pretty darn huge. He's over two feet tall, um, which is pretty impressive because he's not really standing on that much of a base. Um, so this sucker is big. Uh, I think the main thing to consider if you're going to order this guy is the fact that he weighs 35 pounds. Well, which is a lot. Yep. Um, I like Godzilla and I actually like the look of the, uh, the, the new movie Godzilla, but, um, at $799, I will admire it from afar. Yeah. Hmm. So, plus shipping. Plus shipping. Plus, oh man, I can't even begin to think how much that, that would be. So, but it certainly looks pretty darn amazing. Yeah. So. The base is kind of tame though for what it is. Yeah. I was just thinking that, John. Just thinking, but I mean, perhaps it's just so heavy to start with that adding anything significant in the base would be just. Mm. And Sideshow, when I sent their email, you know, there was this big blurb at the top that said, you know, Godzilla destroyer of worlds. And I thought that was really kind of interesting because he kind of trashes buildings and alien monsters. And so I don't know where they got that from. Hmm. So anyway, head on over to Sideshow. Some marketing guy. Yeah, check that out. Yeah. Um, I mean, look, it's a very impressive piece. You know, it's a good pose. Uh, It looks good. It's just hideously expensive. (laughs) All right, well, moving on, uh, and this, you know, is borderline red card. I think this goes right into the uh, the WTF car- um, area of things. And uh, from Gentle Giant, we've got a new statue, and it's based on The Walking Dead, and we've had some pretty nifty Walking Dead statues. And this one features everybody's favourite um, crossbow wielder, and it is Daryl. And it is called Daryl and the Wolves statue. <laughs> and I don't get it. <laughs> well, see, he's, I thought I'd- he's a lone wolf. And so they've put him with wolves to kind of make him show that aspect. But uh, I don't. Then he wouldn't be a lone wolf. I. But have I missed an episode? No. No. I haven't missed an episode. Okay, so there wasn't an episode where he got around with a pack of wolves. No. No. And he's never really been a lone wolf because he used to hang out with his brother. And then when he stopped hanging out with his brother, he started hanging out with Rick and the crew. Well, he hung out with them, but he didn't really hang out with them. He was with them, but he didn't really hang out with them until later on. It's a very, very good Norman Reedus likeness. Oh, yeah, I mean, it looks all right. Yeah. The wolves look a bit kind of, nah. It's, um, yeah, it's him in his kind of vest with his, his poncho around his neck. He's got his uh, crossbows slung over his um, his shoulder, et cetera, and he's got his knife out. Um, and he's surrounded by wolves. Um, one dark one, one not dark one, and <laughs> that's about all i got, really. Um it's going to cost you 215 bucks. It's out in the second quarter 2015 and I'm bored. I just hope that this awesome comments on like an Amazon page, like the Three Wolf Moon t-shirt. Yeah. yeah that would almost redeem it. That's right. All right. Yeah, well, I think it's weird. It does look like something that you could buy at your local, you know, crap store. Just those up, upsized schleich ones or something. Yeah, like yeah. That. Yeah. Do you, do you have, I, I don't know. Do you have crap stores? Oh my gosh, yeah. absolutely. Oh yeah, many. Are they called crap stores? It's a chain. Close it's an Australian chain. No. Uh, <laughs> it's just like, you know, we have the reject shop and the... Uh, hot dollar. Hot dollar and the two dollar shop and whatever. And amongst yeah, all the bizarre things that you can buy there, there's usually um, oversized ceramic animals. Yes. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Hot dollar bizarre. sounds anyway. like a strip club to me, but... <laughs> you finally very cheap one. Yeah. So um anyway, crazy clints. Um, Don't forget crazy clints. Yeah. So look, if that's your thing, good luck to you. Um, I, I just I don't get it. I really, I just I don't get it. I think of all the things they could have done with Daryl, you know, they could have had him fighting zombies. I mean, who doesn't love zombies? And they went with wolves. All right. 
moving on from that disaster. Um, NECA always seem to deliver the goods, and we are getting a look at the uh, the new Dawn of the Planet of the Apes Series 2 figures. This is the 70 scale figures from the most recent film. Um, what's actually really cool about this is you finally get um, to see, uh, what's his name, Luca, who's that um, big-ass gorilla that was getting around with um, Caesar and the team. Oh, yeah. And uh, Luca comes with uh, a head swap, so you get the... Uh, I'm just generally unhappy look, and then you get the I'm really, really unhappy look with the open mouth roar, um, which is kind of cool. That looks he's pretty well articulated actually. It looks all right. Um, and this one actually offers two new versions of um, Caesar and Cobra. So they have new head sculpts, but they also come with new weapons that they didn't have in the last one. So it looks like um, Cobra's got his sort of minimai looking thing, and uh, and Caesar's got his uh, shotgun. So and they both look sort of beaten up. So I'd say it's um from later on in the film. You know, the the gorilla, I, I think it's probably an unfortunate picture, but he just with those little legs on him, he just doesn't look right. I'm sure if he was posed a little mm. less static, he'd look a little better than what we're seeing. Yeah. I, I actually haven't seen Series 1 in the flesh. No. I, I would have thought they'd be around by now. So, I um, saw them in Singapore. Oh, did you? There and you go. Are they any good? Yeah, they look great. Yeah. Yeah, they look great. Yeah, no, these are these are beautiful. So they really have captured them, you know, perfectly. So and what I really love is that you know there doesn't seem to be a lot of reuse either. I mean, there's obviously some, but yeah. they are you know quite unique sculpts yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I'm still considering if I get to see these in the flesh first. I think I'll um, I could definitely be uh, sucked in because I really enjoyed the film. I enjoyed the first one, first one, and enjoyed the second one even more. So. Yeah, there you go. Very, Very cool. good. Yeah, All right, cool. I think that's it for me. All right, well, um, you know, we can't have a show without mentioning Funko at least, you know, twice. <laughs> Funko, 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 Funko. And uh, there you go. they're bringing out an unusual property. I know, you're shocked. Uh, they're bringing out E.T. Pop vinyls. Uh, so, too uh, cute. You know, Elliot's coming with his Reese's Pieces and his uh, <laughs> little red hoodie because, you know, that's what he's famous for. Gertie's got her mm. little pot of flowers, and of course we've got E.T. Um, I'm okay with these. They're right. cute. Yeah, they're cute. Mm. Um, E.T. looks like he's gonna like break down and cry or something, but um, yeah. And they used a little bit of orange, you know, to represent his his heart and his finger. I, I I like that they didn't go like bright red. I like that it's a little more subtle yeah. than that, and it looks like they've they've kind of uh, you know, got it diffused a bit. I, I know some of the ET collectibles back in the day. They just took you know, red can of spray paint and went. Okay, there's his, <laughs> there's his chest, there's his finger, you know. But uh, he's got a really thin neck, so uh, you know. I don't know if that head's up there a little higher than normal, but we'll see. It looks good. Is he a bobblehead? Doesn't look like it. Doesn't look like it. Well, that's a missed opportunity. His head didn't really bobble. <laughs> like that matters when it comes to pop finals. I don't think Captain America's head bobbles either, FYI. Well, the guy's like a hundred years old. Of course his head bobbles. <laughs> <laughs> Everything bobbles when you're that age. Yeah. <laughs> and, well, well, I'll move on and see if I can save this. Um, NECA, our good friends over there, are coming out with some more Pacific Rim stuff, including a deluxe axe head figure. Um Obviously, this is a kaiju, and kind of like Knifehead, he's got the big fin on the front of his face and forearms, and um, looks good. Looks good. Looks like it might be an articulated jaw there. It's big, ugly hands. It's got to be a big-ass figure. Yeah. Yeah. 
I, the other ones are. I, I saw one of them recently in the store. I can't remember which one, but it was it was pretty darn big. Mm. Good looking mm. stuff. I mean, I, I love that they're taking this property and just keep you know putting out some stuff for it. Especially yeah, the kaiju. Especially the kaiju. You know, they they could have stopped with just the the Jaegers, but they, they they definitely are bringing out the kaiju and doing them the right size. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, moving on from there, they have also shown um, series four of their line, and that includes some new Jaegers. Well, one new one and one previous one. Um, the new one is Tacit Ronin, and this is a Japanese Jaeger that shows up in a cameo, and I don't know what cameo that is. It must be at the very beginning of the movie. Um, very angular, a lot different than the ones we saw in the film. And then the other figure in this assortment is Gypsy Danger version 2.0, and this one comes with a... Uh, uh, freighter. So if you want to recreate the, uh, the scene there in Hong Kong with him dragging the freighter behind him, this is the figure you want to get. And I will probably have to get that one, I think. <laughs> I will, yeah. Nice. Cause nice. I, I didn't get the first one, so I think I'm gonna have to get the second one. Looks really well. Um, the prototypes are shown are all gray. They're not painted yet, but they look fantastic. Looks like all the articulations there and the details there. So not that we have any doubts with NECA, but. Looks pretty good. Sweet. Certainly committed to this line, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. One wonders they're either really, really keen or they just paid a crap load of money for the <laughs> license and so they're just cranking it out regardless. Yeah, but they're yeah. selling. You know, I mean, I, I think as long as they're selling, they'll, they'll be fine. You know, you don't, yeah. uh, you don't see these going in the, uh, the toy, you know, uh, the yeah. Toys R Us, uh, sale. You know, they don't make it that far. They don't get yeah, marked they, down and everything else. So yeah, they vanished from my local comic shop. Yeah. Just as soon as they come in, well, they're, they're gone. So. As long as people keep buying them, and it's that whole robot monster thing, I think, too. You know, you're always going to get fans out of there. So, I mean, even if you weren't a great fan of the movie, some of these designs are pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, Well, they're also doing, our friends at NECA, that is, um, an 8-inch George Taylor figure. And I know, you're going George Taylor, the guy from Back to the Future. No, that's, <laughs> a, that's a different George. This is uh, George Taylor from Planet of the Apes, which is, of course, uh, Charlton Heston. So this is like a Mego style figure with a fabric outfit and a pretty good likeness of Charlton Heston. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, you know, I didn't recognize his first name and, uh, now that I saw it was Taylor, then it made more sense to me. Looks like he comes with a little briefcase survival kit accessory pack thing too. I don't, I'm guessing all that stuff isn't removable, but, um, cause it just says removable backpack that opens. I bet all that stuff is molded in and painted, but, um, Back in the vintage Mego days, they just had an astronaut. I don't think they ever came out with a Taylor figure specifically. So, yeah. um, you know, this is kind of a, a first in that regard. And I, I think it's pretty cool for that. I, I think if you were a vintage Mego collector, this one would look pretty neat in your collection for sure. Yeah, definitely. So, Scott, are you going to, are you going to jump in on this one? Uh, mm, no, I'm not, uh, really a fan of, um, old men in bathrobe looking <laughs> outfits. So I'll pass. You disappoint me. You disappoint I'm sorry. Me. I know. I know. Well, Adam. <laughs> I've, got, I've got stuff and I'm going to try and topple Ben's, um, crap shoot, crap fest. Awful. Um, so we all remember the Mezco Breaking Bad Walter White slash Heisenberg action figure and how awesome that was. Mm-hmm. They've decided in their infinite wisdom to upsize it to a 12 inch figure. And they're adding articulation. 
And noise. And they're adding accessories. <laughs> Again, no. I mean, you can take the hat, apparently, glasses and uh, and sunglasses off. But Sold! Yeah. <laughs> That's what you've been hanging out for, isn't it? It's the removable hat. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you'll only be paying $26 US for it. Great. What I'm really excited about is I just know that this is going to be the first of seven different colour schemes. <laughs> So many options. Oh, wait, uh, this figure's twenty six dollars. Wasn't the original one like sixteen? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, it's a deal at half the price. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, let's um, let's talk less about that one. Um, <laughs> moving, yeah, moving on. Hot Toys um have released an MMS diecast. I'm not sure what that means. Um, one six scale Robocop figure has a mechanical chair. So the docking station, this is the original Robocop, like I remember when I was a kid, not what you newfangled kids have these days. Um, and I don't think it, they're newfangled kids. I think it's newfangled things. I don't know that kids can be newfangled. Oh, oh no. Bet's how much you're willing to pay. <laughs> oh, gosh. I said that out loud, didn't I? Yeah. Damn. Oh, well, there goes that restraining order. <laughs> <laughs> One more national register that he's on. It's okay. Um, it looks really, really good. So lots of accessories and goodies. It looks like there's a swap out portrait and swap out chest pieces so that he, he looks all damaged and scarred up. So I would say that's a sensational buy if you're interested in it. Huh. I wonder, they don't really show him without the helmet though. So it looks like the portrait's probably just the lower part. I would suggest it's actually the whole head. Because uh, if you look at it, it's the top of the helmet part is completely yeah. blasted up as well. Yeah, we finally got up to the episodes of uh, Sons of Anarchy with with Peter Weller in them. So that was does he does he spin his guns? I don't know. Spoilers. He, he, spoilers. He, he might. He might. <laughs> uh, we'll move on from that one, and we can talk about Figma um, producing a Metal Gear Solid Snake Figma figure. And I've never really been big into the Metal Gear games, but this does look very much like uh, Solid Snake. Yeah, and this is classic Solid Snake, not the modern eye patch version. This looks like the, you know, the original one. Yeah, um, I've actually got the McFarlane one. I think is what it is. Uh, okay, but this one caused a lot of buzz. I know on my Twitter circles, at least, I, I saw a lot of people were were interested in this one because you know it's he's a badass. Yeah, and it's good looking. Yeah, it, yeah. it's good looking military figure. You know, yeah. in general, but uh, you know, Solid Snake comes with some some uh, background too. So uh, I'm wondering what other weapons he's going to come with because I can't believe that he's just going to come with a pistol. Yeah, um, you look at all the other details on it. I'm. I'm assuming this shot that we've got is some kind of prototype and there's going to be more articulation added because, for example, there's no um, bicep, cu- bicep cut or anything like that. Um, yeah. I can't really even make out whether or not there's knee articulation. Yeah, there is. If you look at the okay. – uh, oh, maybe not. Yeah, the back picture, you can see the uh, the knee articulation. Yes, yes, you can. Okay, awesome. So, yeah, good-looking figure. I wonder if he'll come with a, a cardboard box. Yeah, it will. Yeah, <laughs> he'd have to. Now, see, we're going to have to educate Scott. Uh, video game flashback. In, in the first, uh, actually in uh, probably more than just the first game, but I've only played the first one, uh, Snake can hide from enemies under a cardboard box if he has it. Yeah. Oh. 
and if she I, crawls I can, around, I can do that. I don't know what's so exciting about that. Yeah, he crawls around. Well, the idea is, yeah, uh, he gets under the box and he, he crawls around. And then oh, I can't comes, crawl around with my nose. Someone comes walking along, you just stop, and they just walk past a nondescript box. <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah. Hilarious. Well, so, um, oh, so, I'll keep moving along. Yep. The last item I've got is the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in an action vinyl series. Now, this is apparently from The Loyal Subjects. Um, oh, they, yeah, I've, I've heard all about them. They do great work. Uh, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so this looks like it's kind of classic-y turtles, but not quite. Um, but you get the four, there's the four turtles, uh, Splinter, April, Shredder, Foot Soldiers, Casey Jones, and Karai. Karai, yeah. Karai. So this is clearly not my turtles. This is the modern kids turtles. No, no. no, no. Just on the, yeah. Is she from the animated movie? No, no, she dates right back. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. The hand looks fantastic. Or the foot, sorry. Yeah. The hand. <laughs> no, the foot soldiers look brilliant. Indeed. Erica, it looks like there's two versions of those too. Yeah. 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 I, I think, think they're, they're quite awesome. neat. Yeah. Yeah. The girls in particular, just the, the amount of detail they've done on the eyes, I think really helped them stand out. Yes, it's the eyes yep. that, that, right, never mind. <laughs> stand out. Yeah. <laughs> And it looks like there is actually some articulation, which is nice for something that's a, a um, kind of super deformer looking figure that's a three inch figure. Yeah, and what's cool is if you look at, if you look at the little sort of proto sheet, you've also got um, Bebop and Rocksteady as well. They just haven't shown them. Hmm. Yeah. So, hooray! Yeah. Hooray! Good looking stuff. Yep. Well, speaking of good looking stuff, over to me. Oh, okay. Fine. <laughs> so. Back to The Walking Dead and back to these oversized figures um, that I'm really not uh, feeling. We are getting a Walking Dead 10-inch Rick Grimes. Uh, this is very good looking, and it says it is taken from a full 3D scan of Andrew Lincoln. Um, no idea how much articulation. Apparently, it's going to include a pistol, an alternate arm... I don't know what that's going to be. Um, oh, with a rifle. Okay, a pistol, an alternate arm, and a rifle. Um, great. I just don't get this scale. Yeah, Andrew, it looks just like Andrew Lincoln. Like, that's fantastic. It does. That's spot on. Oh, why, it's spot on. Why ten? May I just may I just I correct them? I, I just like to correct them and say that that's not a pistol. It's actually a revolver. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Okay. Details. They stand corrected. Uh, <clears throat> the um, yeah, I just don't get this scale. But there you go. Can we so one tenth on, on 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 scale. So it's about seven and a half inches tall. No, no, it's a ten. Oh no, sorry, figure. it's ten inch. It's ten inch. Yeah, the ten inch. Yeah, the ten inch. All right, all right. Popping in at seven and a half inches. Yeah. yeah. Just go sit back, open a nice cool, you know, glass of fuck off juice. That means that means Walter's going to tower over him. Yeah, that's that's terrible. That can't that can't be. Oh, we've got, sorry, I can see the picture with the rifle now. Okay, so, it's a really, really great likeness, and, but I just don't get these, these, this scale. There you go. Uh, something that I do get and am very excited about is the uh, Gothotropolis series from The Four Horsemen, and their latest is The Ravens, and they are just insane. Absolutely insane. Um, and they are up for pre-order now. There are 13 different variants of the original uh, Black Raven. Um, 
but there are also now accessories and they're all in their uh, store now at the store horseman. And some of the accessories will work for six inch action figures just in general, not just for the, the Ravens. So definitely worth having a look at. And, uh, this is just an insane series. I think my biggest disappointment was when you go to store horseman and one of these figures will set you back 32 us dollars, which, you know, is not cheap for a six inch figure. Uh, and then when you put in your postage details, the shipping is $32. So mm. it will set you back $64 yeah. for a figure. To which, get it to Australia. To get it to Australia, which yeah. I just think is, um, that's just insane. Yeah. There's no way that's going to cost $32 to send to Australia. You know, I'm looking at the picture that has all of the, uh, the mug shots kind of, you know, of the yeah. different, the different birds. And it looks like some kind of weird school mascot, you know, like, Oh, we're the Eagles. Oh, we're the, <laughs> we're the Cardinals. Yeah, we're the Cardinals. <laughs> it's just insane. I mean, they're that, just so cool. That but vulture is completely creeping me out. I, I like the Cardinal. I want the Cardinal. Really? Or maybe the, the yeah. Cardinal. I don't know. I just think he's cool. He's a bad animal. Because we have Cardinals where I grew up. Cardinals and Blue Jays. Do you like the Flamingo too? Not so much. Well, why, so- why a Flamingo? <laughs> Because they could. That's the whole thing. The pigeon just didn't work. <laughs> That's right. In the Indian minor, just yeah. Oh no, good. Okay, um, back to Funko and uh, back already. To, yeah, I know. And back to series two of yeah, the Funko somebody, fabrications. Somebody scooped this before I got to market is my bit of news. Oh, oh, that was me. Yeah. Um. So the Funko fabrications. We are now. Oh, so cute. Getting Greedo. And Chewbacca. So I got the Yoda for my oldest, and it is adorable. See, um, I saw Yoda in the store this week, and I didn't think he was that cute. <gasps> you wash your mouth out. I did. Oh, I dear. didn't think he was that cute. I, they had both. Oh, both dear. Handbags at 12 paces. They're making eyes at each other across the, the podcast table. What? I, I didn't think he was that cute. He, he looks constipated to me. Adam, Adam, circle around. <laughs> we'll cut them off. Far out. Cut right. them off at the cafeteria queue. It's insane. It's insane. Um, they're cute. These I are love, great. I love, love, love that Chewbacca though. He will not be able to find him. He will get snapped up. Yep. I, yeah. as, as soon as the pictures were released of Chewbacca, I, yeah, just people were going nuts. Yeah. I think the Greedo's cool too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. No removable arm feature. That's disappointing. No. Okay. Uh, and yeah. then. I, and we'll, Sorry. I, I, I had one thing to say because I saw these in the store. I don't know if I like the fact that the box is open because people are going to be handling and touching these. Oh, true. I haven't thought about that. You worried that Chuck they were touching themselves the first? Well, no, but like Chewbacca with that fur, people are going to be wanting to feel them and little kids with, you know, grimy little sticky. Put them through the washing machine. Adult nerds with. Just spray them with Glen 20. Sticky. Lollipop hands. I spray everything with Glen 20. <laughs> well, if I knew what that was. <laughs> this is why your children don't have an immune system. <laughs> no, not the children. Just, this is why know. I never went back to Scott's house for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just, uh, things and, um, fellow airplane passengers. Yeah. <laughs> Only after they cough on me. I give them a chance. Yeah. yeah. As soon as they can tell they're sick, it's psst. <laughs> Um, okay, can you, can then, you finish this up with something exciting? Yes, last and certainly not least, we are getting a cable from Marvel Select. I said something exciting. 
I'm excited. I think it's cool. I'm not excited about the head sculpture. We've only got one photo here, but it, look, the head sculpt's a little bit dodge. But the outfit, it's like first appearance cable, and uh, it looks really cool. With a, I can't quite tell what the base is meant to be. Well, there's part of it Strife's cape and helmet. Pardon? Part of it is Strife's cape and helmet. Oh, good on you, mate. I th- didn't didn't catch that. Um, um, so yeah, I'll definitely be um, checking this out. I'm very um, curious actually how big it is because the Marvel Legends we, one we got is actually woefully undersized and I don't want to offend, you know, that, that listener that I annoyed so long ago about the scale thing, but I think Cable's about six foot nine or something. So, you so know. What annoyed him was that you say Cable's about six foot nine. Yeah. Like he's real as opposed to Cable is meant to be six foot nine. It's just a terminology thing, so. Yeah. Uh-huh. Get over it. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. So, you know, depending on how big this guy is, he could be a really nifty replacement to your Marvel Legends figure. Could I be six foot nine? Yeah. Um, you are to us. There is something really disturbing happening in the crotchal region of this feature. <laughs> I, like, I, I know he's, you know, like from the future, but wow. It's probably based on Rob Liefeld illustrations. Uh, yeah. No, but it can't be because there's all kinds of inaccuracies for a Rob Liefeld illustration. Like it's got feet, the angles yeah, are like true. appropriately sized. Yeah. Original cable looked like he was massively fat. Yeah. Uh, yeah. True. True. Yeah. Whatever is going on in the in the crotchal area there. Yeah. Well, he should have a massive cod piece if it's a Liefeld drawing. Yeah. So there you go. So, but I'll look forward to that. I I had my eye on the uh, Marvel Select Silver Surfer. For a while, I haven't found one in the wild that has had per- perfect paint, and uh, I'm prepared to wait. Um, but uh, yeah, excited about this for sure. Sweet, that's my news. All right, don't well, wear it out. After that, we're going to be right back because uh, we need to take a minute and uh, discuss Yoda. Um, but we'll be right back with a new installment of Name That. Adam, call security. Yeah. <laughs> right, guns at ten paces. Arnold, go. Scrag fight, scrag fight. Well, it's time for everybody, everybody, everybody's favorite podcast game, Name That. And each week I come on, I present a sound, and the name of the game is to guess where it's from. And we will play last week's sound and begin the guessing right here. I'm breaking into your headquarters. Not if we catch him first. Spin the window. Blast the pumpkin Yikes. Finally, I'm in your headquarters. Not so fast. All right, guys. Did anybody have any guesses? Uh, I saw saw the guess on the the forum. So if I said anything, I'd just be, you know, cheating. Adam, do you have a guess? No. Can I make something up? You can make something up. I'll say Cheech and Chong just for the fun of it. Oh, Cheech and Chong. Close. Close, yeah, close, close. This is actually a play school play set for Spider-Man. It's his headquarters, and um, I really thought I would stump some people with this one. Spider-Man has headquarters? Yeah, yeah. Didn't, didn't mm. you know that? Nope. Um, but in the meantime, uh, somebody did guess this one, and it was from the forum, and it was Ease. And you'll remember all the from last week that Ease got last week's too. So, um, okay. congratulations, Ease. Uh, he's yeah, on nice. a roll. He is on a roll. Cause I Brilliant. thought, I thought these last two were pretty, pretty tough. So, uh, you know, everybody else better watch out because Ease knows his stuff. He <laughs> yes. does. 
And he's committed to this segment. Uh, apparently. So he is, he it's is. good to know. Good to know. So you know what we should do is we should put a new sound here and see if we can we can stump him. Maybe. Maybe it'll be glamour gals. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put that right here. Battery's not included. He's under your control. With a click from the to circle. To proceed forward. To circle. Or to pick up the support module and return. All on your command. And one more time, just to give him an extra chance. Battery's not included. He's under your control. With a click from the to circle. To proceed forward. To circle. Or to pick up the support module and return. All on your command. All right. So if somebody like Ease had a had an idea what that was and they wanted to make a guess, Adam, where would they go? They would go either to the Action Figure Blues forum at afbforum.com, I think it is still. Yep. Still is, yep. Yep. Or they can go over to tvfilmandtoys.com and have a guess there. No, they could do that. They could do they that. Could. And, yep. and then what happens if they actually get a guess right in the forum? Cafeteria vouchers. <sighs> For beetroot hamburgers. Um, That's true. Uh, <laughs> it's only if uh, Justin's on kitchen duty. Yuck. And Justin hasn't been on kitchen duty since the last time. He made oh. beetroot hamburgers. Mm. Hasn't been seen since then either, which is a bit suspicious. Yeah. So, uh, Scott, I, I have to ask, um, did anybody cash in points for the Manzillion? No. No. <laughs> No. Now that's no longer on offer. Yeah. Well, I, I, the business just didn't kind of take off, did it? No, no. And which is really disappointing because, you know, I practiced and everything. You know, both, <laughs> both my dogs are walking around really awkwardly mm. at the moment and, you know, all for nothing. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's disappointing. Well, it is, yeah. If you'd rather play the picture version, as Adam alluded to, come on over to tvandfilmtoys.com on Tuesdays and Thursdays. We play the picture version when I remember to put it up, like I did <laughs> last week. So, um, that's my bad. Well, life things happen, so, sorry. I apologize. You just need to have less life. That's I know, right. I know. Just, you know, there, get some these, life. There's these pesky things like paying for food and stuff that I... Oh, oh grief. mood. That old chestnut. Yeah. So, well, you know what we should do? We should come back and do some rapid fire reviews. Okay. Okay. Stop Green Goblin. I'm breaking into your headquarters. Not if we catch him first. Spin the window. Blast the pumpkin Yikes. Finally, I'm in your headquarters. Not so fast, Goblin. Let's go get him. Watch out for the trap. Thanks. We make a great team. Spider-Man Adventures, figures and vehicles. Stunt loop and crime headquarters comes a show. Figures do not talk. Each sold separately. Well, it's time for one of our feature segments, and this feature segment is being brought to you by the number three. Three, (laughs) that is. And why is it three? Because we have three rapid-fire reviews. And see, I said that really fast, so it was rapid. It's rapid. <laughs> and if you forget, this is where we each take a five-minute time limit and uh, look at a toy or collectible really quick. And um, 
just kind of get you as much as we can on them. So they might be new releases. They might not. And I don't know which ones they are. So we'll all find out together. And the first one is going to be Mr. Ben. So Mr. Ben, are you prepared? I am. Okay. We will start your five minutes right now. Well, thank you, sir. Uh, now, for anyone who plays video games, they're probably going to be aware of the Disney Infinity. Um, what is it? It's a game. It's a it's a revelation. Um, <laughs> it's a, it's a video game that allows you to interact with uh, little figures. So instead of actually getting all the game, you know, all the characters that you can play in one go, um, you know, that you pay for, they make you buy little toys just so you can play that character. Um, sounds like a bit of a scam until they announced that they were doing Marvel characters and then I fell for it hook, line and sinker. So, um, there's been a, a long build up to this and this week the, um, the Disney Marvel, uh, Infinity 2.0 was released and, um, yeah, pretty cool. I picked up the Captain America figure. Now the actual starter set comes with Thor, Iron Man and Black Widow. Uh, and there's a whole bunch of other characters out as well, but I picked up a cap. So that was this week. Um, so these guys, basically they're little sort of PVC. Well, I guess you'd call it a statue because they're definitely not an action figure. Um, this guy cap is basically about four inches tall, so around sort of ten centimeters. Um, that includes his base, and his base actually has like a whole lot of computery stuff built into it, which is quite subtle. Uh, as far as who made them, it's actually quite sort of odd because it basically says Disney in the Netherlands is, is really the only credit I can find on the packaging. Um, now. I don't know what these go for in the US, but um, I think they normally go for about $18 here in Australia, and Kmart actually had them for just $12. So um, I ducked down there, and I needn't have rushed because they had about $5 trillion of them. So um, they're obviously not hard to come by. The only one I find was the Hulk, who's not out yet. Um, now, as far as packaging goes, these guys come on a, a blister um, in a, on a, a card, and when you actually take the, the blister off, there's kind of like a little plastic tray that holds Cap in place, and you can actually snap him back into that and pop him back in the blister. What's really unfortunate is you've already taken it off of the card, so you've kind of ruined that element. Um, given that you probably want to sort of put these guys aside or even pop them away when you're not playing, um, I thought, you know, coming in some kind of a, a Funko-style box would have seemed a bit more logical. So, But anyway, look, the, um, the card's fine. It's got sort of a, a bigger version of Cap on there on a white sort of packaging. Nothing really you know, to write home about. Uh, so it's definitely not um, collector-friendly. In terms of styling, um, these are actually pretty nifty. They they are actually stylized, so they've got that sort of cartoony appearance. Um, Cap doesn't seem to follow a particular design. Like, he's not, um, you know, 100% inspired by the movies. He's not inspired by the comics. Um, you know, I guess you could say he's been uh, inspired by the Avengers cartoon. So he's got sort of elements of, of all the sort of, you know, best Cap features. Um, but in terms of the pose, I, I actually really, really like the pose that they've got here. Cap's sort of doing that whole sort of stoic stance. Um, but he's got his left hand raised with the shield, and it's actually being used to protect him. So he's actually sort of, you know, standing behind the shield looking sort of a bit defensive which is kind of cool. Um, in terms of, you know, the colour <coughs> and painting, um, they've cast this figure in blue and then they've painted it and 
the one big downside to this series that I can tell so far is the paint, and to say that it's shit would be an understatement. Um, this is this is Gertie on her absolutely worst day. In fact, I think she um I think she actually called in sick, and they got a temp to come in and paint it. Um, I had to go through about eight or nine Captain Americas before I found one that was half decent. To give you an idea of how bad it is, you know, the, he's got the rings on his shield, and some of them been had been applied, I assume, by a machine, and they're actually off center. So the paint sort of overlapped one ring onto the next. Um, oh I saw fingerprints in many of them, um, especially in the flesh tones. You could see fingerprints stuck in them. Lots and lots of slop, really, really quite bad. So, um, But anyway, so um, I got one that actually wasn't too bad. I, I, if I could be bothered, I'd still touch it up. But to be honest, um, you know, it's not the sort of thing I think that you know falls into the collector category. Uh, in terms of articulation, obviously there's zero um, accessories. Well, I mean, it is actually a you know a, a video game piece, so you know he does actually interact with your Xbox or your your PS whatever. Um, <clears throat> look. I'm really disappointed in the paint job. I think they've done a, a really quite a horrendous job. It's obviously, you know, mass produced. I'm going to quite a few points off, but I'll give him back a point because I managed to get him for such a good price. So I think I'm probably going to give this guy seven out of ten. All right. Seven dollars out of ten. Very good. <laughs> Twelve yeah. seconds to spare. Wow. Twelve seconds to spare. Oh man. Nice. There you go. Very impressive. So, but yeah, look, it, it's a, it's a fun looking figure. He just, he looks nifty. It's a great pose and I'm quite keen to get the rest of the, uh, the Avengers. Oh, cool. Very you good. Know, you know, the reason they don't reseal is, uh, I know with some of the other, I think the other Disney Infinity, they have, uh, little storage cases you can buy. They do. Yeah. They're, they're trying yeah. to sell you on the, the storage yes. cases, I'm sure. Yes. <laughs> nice. Yeah. All right. Well, well done. I, I'm, now you have the game, or uh, I'm I should be picking it up next week. I'm going to be curious to see how that plays. Yeah, I've heard yeah. good things about the regular Disney Infinity, so um, yeah, kind of curious how the superhero one plays out. And look, to be honest, all the other figures look great. Like they they've really thought through in in the sort of the posing and the styling. Um, you know, Venom looks fantastic. Black Widow's kind of squatting down. Um, you know, they're all quite neat in the way that they're. You know, no one looks kind of odd. So it's quite clever. Okay. Good deal. All right. Well, thank you very much for that, Ben. We we will look forward with interest to hear about the game. So. And, and next up is Mr. Adam. Adam, are you ready? I am. I am. Okay. Your five minutes will start right now. Okay. So unsurprisingly, I've gone for an SH figure arts figure, shock horror. No way. I've gone with, yeah, the Dragon Ball Z Sun Goku. This is the... Sun Goku from this year, not the Super Saiyan one from a few years back. So year of release and acquisition is 2014. Um, it is indeed an action figure. Cost me about $40 US uh, through our friends at Big Bad Toy Store. The box is your standard figure arts um, kind of display boxy thing with the slide-out trays and lots and lots of bits and pieces that fit into that. Uh as far as the figure itself, it's got the regular, you know, ridiculous points of articulation. I think I counted about 31 points at least. Um, it's got something like four swap-out faces, uh, so five faces total, um, five sets of hands in total. It's got a charging key slash Kamehameha, Kamehameha, let's say it properly, um, blast effect, um, and an extra hand for his instrument transmission um right hand pose um 
it's about a six inch figure. It's just, you know, standard kind of plasticky gear that they use. Um, so talking about the actual details of it a bit more as far as what I think of it, um, it's a fine representation of Goku. I think they've had plenty of reuse from, um, the Super Saiyan Goku in terms of the, the mold for most of the body because it's basically the same figure with a different head and some different paint, um, which in that regard, it's a little bit disappointing. Um, the hands and faces are obviously different. The key blast bit, that's, I think, the most annoying part of the whole figure. Um, it starts off as a little ball, which is fine, and then you have all these plug-in um, radiation, like radial pieces that come off of it, um, which are fine, except that then you have to try and and balance it more or less on Goku's hand because it doesn't really... Like, it's got holes for the fingers, but I don't really want to try and press my luck and try and fit the fingers in there, um, me being me and my level of uncoordination and what I've got a reputation of doing to toys. Um, I, don't feel, <laughs> I don't feel it'll end well. It's um, a childhood flashback. Sure. Um, the paint app is really good. Uh, it's clearly based on later on in the series after Goku stops aligning himself to a particular um, sensei. So there's no no Turtle House insignia, no um, King Kai insignia on it, So which means it's also the lighter shade of orange more than the ready orange that he has at the start of the, the show or of Dragon Ball Z. Um, interestingly, and I don't know if I've, this is the same on many of the other figure arts figures, there's actually like, a, you know how back in the day you'd get like your um, Kenner or whatever on the foot? of an action figure. This has the BSFT, so that'll be like Bandai, uh, sorry, Bandai, um, or SFT be, be, or Bluefin or whatever. Anyway, printed on the back of the figure, just below his belt, um, <laughs> which is kind of annoying. It's on his back, so it's not <laughs> yeah. really evident, but I thought that was a strange move to do. Um, the faces, so you've got a kind of looking up and over your shoulder face, uh, with your mouth open, there's chagrin face, serious face, general or mildly happy face, and um, scared shitless because Chi-Chi's going to build the shit out of me face. Um, the, yep, the alternate hands, there's general key blast hands, there's um, don't argue hands, there's kung fu grip hand, or kind of thing, punchy hands, and um, about to throw attack at you hands. Uh, overall, I would say this guy gets, um, I'd say it's probably about an 8 out of 10. I deduct points for the fact that it is more or less a reuse, um, and the fact that you got that stupid, um, copyright stuff on the back of the figure. Um, yeah. That's it. And, and you got it with, uh, 14 seconds left, so. Good there you job. go. Well. Early finishers, these guys. How many dollies was it? Eight. Eight. Nice, nice. You know, I used to just, like, packaging for three and three quarter figures. I'd just, you know, open them, take all the little twisties and stuff out, and then just chuck it all. But I started saving the little clear rubber bands just so I could rubber band accessories to figures um, for cases just like that. Because, you know, sometimes on a display you want to have one that's maybe a little less than, you know, solid. So sometimes I'll rubber band an accessory to them. So, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Pro tip for you people out there: collecting pro tips from John. Yeah, noise. Well, that that seems to be about it for our rapid fire reviews. Uh, um, 
You're not reviewing Yoda, are you? No. <laughs> no, I'm not. Just tell me when I'm ready and when my time starts and I'll, I'll tell you. Okay. You have five minutes and it starts now. I am reviewing the Batgirl from the Play Arts Kai DC variant series. Um, I am really enjoying collecting this line. I have all the figures that are out so far. Um, and, uh, Batgirl is the latest that has made it to these shores. Um, I actually have to say, I think this is my favorite in, uh, so far. Um, I've got Green Lantern, Flash, Wonder Woman, and, uh, Batman. And the Wonder Woman is probably my least favorite, uh, because she is not super poseable, I have found, and absolutely impossible to stand on her own without the base, which is a really clunky thing I'll talk about in a moment. So I was really worried about Batgirl being the next female, uh, one, and Batgirl is the total opposite. Um, she's super, uh, poseable, and, uh, anyway, I'll, I'll do the regular bits and then explain a bit more. So this is a 2014 release and acquisition. Um, this goes for around about $70, uh, us. It is the typical play arts packaging with the window box, the lid with a tray in it, uh, which is collector friendly. It has a card behind the tray that has all the pieces of the base attached to it, which you obviously have to remove, but the rest of it can all be repacked. There's no twisties or anything. And, um, the t- figure is pretty easy to get out of the packaging. Um, she is ten and a half inches tall. She has twenty six points of articulation, including articulated hair, because the hair is attached on a ball joint to the back of her head, and also an articulated cape. So her cape is actually in two pieces with ball joints in the back of her back, uh well in her back, um, that you can use to move the different pieces of the cape around. And she actually comes with uh, four different cape pieces. So two that are more, they're all kind of flowing, but two that are, uh, hanging down a little bit lower and then two that are curved up and you can, uh, alternate them. So you can have, you know, one down, one up, which really adds to the whole, um, just, you know, active, uh, bit of the, the posing. Um, she comes with, uh, th- three extra hands, so gripping and holding, etc. Um, she comes with a batarang, and then also, uh, I have no idea what the other thing is supposed to be. It's some sort of sword, knifey, giant thing that doesn't, really doesn't make any sense, but there you go. Knifey thing. Knifey thing. <laughs> spoony. Knifey, spoony, swordy thing. Or the batter sword, that's what I called it. The batter ring and the batter sword. Um, beautifully sculpted, lots of detail as always with these play arts figures. Um, I don't think she photographs, or maybe I just didn't do a good job of photographing her, but I don't feel like the photo, any photos that I have seen of this, either mine or anyone else's actually do this justice. Um, she is, uh, really easy to pose. She's got the same heels that Wonder Woman had, which made her difficult to pose, but these seem to be, um, one of the issues with Wonder Woman was that the heel itself was really spongy and flexible, 
and mine were bent in and then she couldn't stand up. I don't know whether or not they've, you know, recognized that, but these are not, they're much firmer. They don't bend. And so it means that you can do a lot of posing, um, and not have to use the base, which is a good thing because the bases on these are just awful. You know, looking at the, uh, Figma, um, snake thing before and that kind of simple base with just the um stand that goes into the back and a peg would be so nice this is a really hard to put together inflexible um multi-piece uh stand that takes up a lot of room doesn't really fit under her cape and um it's just not worth using really eats up a lot of display space as well so um i'm really glad that i'm not going to need to use that thank you i'm really glad i'm not going to need to use that for uh back roll and um yeah i'm i'm going to take off a point for the base because i just think that it really could be done um better it is just too hard to put together and manage um but otherwise i really can't fault this and so i'm going to give her a nine out of ten mm-hmm. hey. actually yeah. Doesn't look like she'd be out of place in an episode of um, Gatchaman or Battle of the Planets. Yeah, I wasn't. Oh, that's my own personal term. Sorry. Um, yeah, I wasn't actually sold. I remember when we first talked about this in the solicits. I didn't know if I really liked the um, the boots and shorts kind of thing, but it actually does help break it up. And the little flesh tone there is painted really nicely. But yeah, she's just really, really nicely done. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yay. All right. Well, great job, gentlemen. Thank you. Great job. Sure. You know, we probably come back and talk about things we've added to our collection. Okay. Okay. Fine. All right. It's the exploding bridge with Batmobile and Activator. Batman's included. Pretend Robin is held prisoner. Batman's in the Batmobile. You can send him to the rescue. Imagine the villain uses the comic action activator to stop Batman as he crosses the bridge. He's made it in the nick of time. Set the activator, place Batman on it, and you can send him to the rescue. The Exploding Bridge with Batmobile and Activator comes with Batman from the Comic Action Heroes collection. Robin sold separately from Mego. Well, we're all here because we gather and gather stuff and place it in little display cases and show it off to the rest of the world, or at least the rest of the world that we let into our, our collecting rooms. Um, and we talk about this every week in Feeding the Addiction. We kind of tell each other what we've got and any new pre-orders or acquisitions we've made. And Scott, tell us Hey, well, I got my Play Arts Batgirl. I also got a couple of DC Collectibles uh, figures. I got the Red Hood and Arsenal uh, figures to go with my Starfire, and uh, they are quite good. Um, picked these out in person, and the Arsenals were a little bit dodgy paint-wise, um, but I managed to get one that I found acceptable. Um, I also picked up the Marvel Infinite series Wonder Man. Oh, I've talked about that before. I just remembered, but that's still kind of one of my latest acquisitions. Very happy about that. And, uh, I haven't pre-ordered the sideshow, um, biker scout yet. Um, the bike is definitely out. That's going to be $300 and I don't need to pay $300 for a speeder bike. Um, (laughs) but I really do like the biker scout. So I may yet probably might just put it in my big bed, Thing so I could cancel it if I decide I'd change my mind. But that is my acquisitions. Yeah, I, I, I think I don't know if you heard me and me and Justin talking about it, but um, 
if you could find the Hasbro one, I think. Yeah, yeah, you mentioned re- that to me before. Replace yeah. that bike with that. So. Yeah, I reckon. Yeah. I reckon. So that's me. Well, good, good deal, Mister Bet. What, have you oh, what did I get? What did I get? Well, I got my Disney Infinite Captain America. I also got my Sideshow uh, Premium Format Superman statue, which we're going to talk about later. And I finally got my X-Men Legends Jubilee Wave from uh, the great Mike S. And, uh, yeah, it's pretty, um, I don't know, pretty mixed emotions. It's always nice to get more Marvel Legends and, you know, it's kind of exciting. And then you go, nah, you know. So, yeah, I don't think I can really add much more. I think Scott covered it pretty well in his review on the forum, so... I do have a, a Disney Infinite question. Did they have the Guardians of the Galaxy stuff out? Yeah. For that? Yeah. They did? Okay. So, all, all five. Yeah, cool. Yep. But you have to get, um, 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 um Star Lord and Gamora come in the, um, the playset set. Mm. Okay. So. All right. Well, cool. Very cool. And yeah. Adam, what do you mean? Nothing from me, but my figure out Sailor Saturn is in my big bad toy store pile of loot. So when a couple more things get in there, I'll get that shipped. You can't, you can't. The excitement's not killing you for that? No, because I've only got three things in there and I'm not shipping three things from the US when I can ship ten things from the US. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. Well, I actually got stuff this week. Right. Because I was in Walgreens and, um, they actually had some Doctor Who figures, and actually they only had two, and that was the same figure. But I picked one up because um, the Tenth Doctor is my favorite, and they had the three and three quarter figure of him in his trench coat. So I went ahead and picked that up, which is kind of cool. I haven't opened him yet, though. He's sitting upstairs on our table. Mm. Yeah, but I will. He looks a little thin, like compared to a like a, a Star Wars or a GI Joe figure. He doesn't look, you know, as as bulky as they are. So. I don't know. They they have a different styling. It looks like to them a bit. Yeah, but we'll see. We'll see. And I also got some Game of Thrones mystery minis because I'm still trying for that area start huh? to go go with my huh. uh, my Hound Pot vinyl, which I haven't got yet. So, but so um, you, go ahead. No, you could have picked her up like off eBay for you know a fraction of the cost now. Well, it as it happens, um, I was actually in Intergalactic Toys here in Fort Wayne last weekend, and they were having 25 percent off sale. So. I got nice. three of them, and I got Jon Snow, which isn't a problem because I like Jon Snow. Um, <laughs> Smoke, which is the black direwolf. Oh yes, yes. And um, when I opened it in the store, I got another of the yellow dragons, but um, they had a couple open there, and they traded me for um, Joffrey. So, oh cool, yeah, it all kind of worked out that way. I didn't yeah, that's nice. Tickets. I like um in a number of the comic stores that I frequent. They'll have them out, but they'll have one or two open, and they'll let you swap. Like if you want, they'll say if you want to open it now, and you want you know you want one of these instead, you can swap it. Yeah. I think that's cool. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't going to trade you know Jon Snow or a, a wolf. No, so no, but no. Uh, and and a second dragon wouldn't have killed me because they're kind of cool. But uh, yeah, I got Joffrey, and he's way in the back on my desk. Spray paint in purple. Poor Joffrey. Yeah, poor Joffrey. He's got his little crown. Looks like a little <laughs> kid that needs to get punted. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, nobody has anything else, or no one has anything else. The English teacher's going to beat me up on this. Um, it's time to award another red card to someone or something in the toy universe. What is this bizarro world? 
Uncharted is a chance that we take every week to poke fun at the uh, what-the-fuck moments in our hobby. We, we typically like to ridicule people and mock them and uh, deride them so that they feel ashamed and go and stand in the corner for at least a couple of hours. Oh, that's why, um, why we had John. No, no, he, oh. he's there to, you know, comfort them and corral them. Oh, okay. Totally wrong. That's sensational. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure why I'm there. Um, <laughs> handing out the penalty this week is John, so I'm just going to hand it over to him. Well, thank you very much. And I, I had to continue my red card tradition for the last whatever it's been. Um, and it kind of happened on accident because every week I watch a show called uh, Face Off on the Sci-Fi Channel, or Sci-Fi, or Sifi, or however you say it in your part of the world. And um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, face off is makeup artists and every week they come on, there's a challenge and whoever wins goes on and the one person loses. And I was really excited this week because they were doing a GI Joe theme show, you know? And, uh, so all the makeups were going to be GI Joe based, um, GI Joe's 50th anniversary this year. Thought it'd be a nice little tribute. And the prize was kind of cool. They gave away, um, all of the, uh, current toys that are out, the 50th anniversary toys. So the winner of the week got that. But, um, they brought them to the, they start off the episode, they bring them all to the deck of the ship and, uh, say, okay, your challenge is going to be, you're going to open one of these, or we're going to open these boxes and you're going to pick a snake and you're going to make a super soldier based on that snake. <clears throat> and I, <clears throat> I like the fact that they went ahead and did a G.I. Joe show. That's cool. But when you call it a G.I. Joe super soldier show and then you use all snakes, well, it really turns more into a Cobra show and, not necessarily mm. about a super soldier and a little less about, you know, I think what G.I. Joe is compared to, you know, just making a creepy snake makeup. <laughs> so Wait, where's the G.I. Joe connection exactly? Well, that, that was the thing is they, they said it was G.I. Joe based and they really, I think they missed the boat because I, I, yeah. I don't really think they, they hit it. I, you know, if they'd said, Oh, you're going to make, you know, one of Cobra's troopers or, or something. I really wish they had somehow had half G.I. Joe, half Cobra or something, you know. And um, other than the beginning and the end, mentioning, you know, oh, this is Hasbro's property, there wasn't any judge there that was, like, related to the property. It would have been nice to maybe see somebody like Larry Hama or, or, or you know, somebody like that, Kirk Basigian, somebody related to the brand, actually maybe come on and judge this. But it was just like their regular judges, and it was like it, it was more like okay, Hasbro paid us fifty bucks. Let's go call this, you know, yeah. a GI Joe episode, and and it could have been so much more and so much cool. And then on top of it, you could kind of tell maybe the judges didn't have a real good feel for GI Joe because I think the one that won, while it was nice makeup, I don't think it necessarily embodied um, a, an action figure or uh, a, a, you know the, the GI Joe theme as well as it could have, even if it was a Cobra figure, because there was one guy there that just um, Sig had a fantastic makeup. I really think should have won just because you could take it right off that stage and make it an action figure. So I, for that, I gotta give them a red card because they they actually kind of I don't know I don't think they did GI Joe a lot of justice for for what it was, and it could have been so much more. Have we ever say. have we ever red carded a television program before? I'm is this an AFB podcast first? It's a channel. Yeah. Channel, yeah. Yeah. As soon as you said it was a G.I. Joe themed one, I just pictured, you know, people doing Destro masks and stuff like that. No, because they kind of forced them into what they had to do because they said, oh, here, pick us. They had like all these snakes and everybody had to pick a snake to kind of base <laughs> their makeup on. 
And it's like, well, that's not, and none of them were cobras. <laughs> on top of that. So it's like, well, that's just kind of dumb, you know? And that's bizarre. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, oh. it was, it, it was more like, oh, here, we're going to do this. And yeah, they're paying us. Well, here's, here's 50 bucks. Go just mention our name a couple of times and we'll be cool with it. So, um, yeah, I, I was really disappointed in it because it, it had the potential to be so much more. And, and, mm. and really, and really none of them, were costumed like super soldiers, I didn't think. They were close, but nothing, you know, they, they didn't have the gear and stuff. I, I don't know. The guy I think that, we should the, sue. The guy that should have won, <laughs> Sig, he actually had, you know, he sculpted a big, like, snake dude with, um, like, snake uh, shoulder armor and stuff. It looked like a G.I. Joe figure. And mm. it's mm. really too bad that he didn't win, because I, I think he deserved it, so... Anyway. Well, that. I'm sure he's listening, so at least he'll feel encouraged now. I, I think he's probably listening. I can yeah. see that. Yeah. Hi, Sig. Hi, Sig. Anyway. No idea who you are, but there you go. Yeah. For all of their, their their miss on this one, I have to give Sci-Fi Channel a... a uh, even though I love the show, I have to give Sci-Fi and Face Off a, uh, a red card this week. <laughs> and coming up after that well-deserved fail, we will come back and discuss something in our discussion topic of the week. My greatest pupil with a tail. I entrust this ancient dragonborn. Keep it and the others from the evil emperor. And while fearsome creatures may stand in your way and be your lunch, you'll also have many allies, even Bulma. Two brave warriors, fast-kicking Krillin and sword-swinging Yamcha, will help you defeat the emperor and his evil fighters. Dragon Ball. Ball. Action figures and collectible figures from Bandai. You know, it's come to the time of the show that everybody loves and admires and waits for with great anticipation every week. It's our discussion topic of the week. Yay! And this, this week, this week we have the tag team of Ben and Scott and they are both have something and want to discuss it with us. And it's the sideshow premium format Superman statue. So boys, tell us what you got. Well, thank you very much, John. And, uh, yeah, look, this, this review is coming a little bit late and I don't want to point any fingers, uh, anywhere. So, um, we'll just, you know, move on from that. Point of fingers where? Point of a sideshow. <laughs> I literally just got mine. Ben, Ben's got the, the exclusive. I got the regular and the regular came out months after the exclusive. Boo. Very odd. I, I've never seen that before. No, them, such really a, a huge gap. Kept getting pushed back. Boom. Mm, very unusual. Very but unusual. But very, very, um, gentlemanly of you to wait for yes. the review. That's right. Um, for me. So much appreciated. Yes, indeed. Um, look, Scott and I did a bit of a breakdown of the Batman premium format some time back and, you know, we really went to, into great detail. So we thought we'd do the same thing for Superman. Uh, this is obviously one of the big guns of Sideshow's new, <clears throat> pardon me, foray into DC Comics and their sort of mixed-media quarter-scale statues. So, um, yeah, so same thing. You're talking about a mixed-media statue, um, quarter-scale, so it features fabric clothing and that, and um, Superman hot on the heels of Batman is obviously, um, you know, you want to get those two guys together and see how they look. Um, this was, we got our first really good look at this at San Diego Comic Con in 2013, um, solicited some time after that, and of course, as with most sideshow things, took uh, a long time to finally arrive. Um, well, I don't know about you, Scott, but did you get the same surprise once again with the gigantic box? Oh, yes. Absolutely. I, I work on the third floor of a office building without a lift, and, uh, 
my um office junior is getting really sick of carrying these big boxes down the the car. <laughs> so um yeah. That's one of the reasons that we're moving so we can have offices <laughs> so that one with a lift so that um it's not so hard for him. Yeah. That's very considerate. Yeah. Very considerate. Yeah. 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 You know, well, I don't want to damage him or anything because then who's gonna carry my boxes? That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we did comment about just how big the box for Batman was, and uh, Superman's only slightly smaller. Um, one big surprise I found with this once I got the uh, the brown shipper off and, and took the inner box out is it's actually quite boring. Oh man, uh, I nearly fell asleep. <laughs> yeah, the Batman one was really nice. We had some, you know, it was silver on black. We had some sort of sketchy Batman and some bats flying around and things like that. Um, all we get here is a big blue box with a coloured Superman logo on the front and a red Superman logo on the back, and that's pretty much it. I'm glad that you thought it was boring. I, I, as well as thinking it was boring, I thought, you know... Obviously, they just take an individual approach to each box. Yeah. But I, I, I think within a line, like within the DC line, a little bit of consistency wouldn't go astray, just so that you yeah. kind of know, like, oh, this goes together. I don't know. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yes, yes. So you, you get this sucker open. Uh, it's a, you know, it's a usual cardboard box with a, a split styrofoam um, trays, and uh, it's another one with sort of the little you know multi layers with hidden compartmenty things. Um, one of the things you do notice quite quickly is they've been very clever in how they've actually stuffed all the pieces into the box. Um, yep. Superman is actually standing on top of something with one foot higher than the other, and they've managed to sort of sneak the base in under his foot. So um, they really have managed to get it quite compact. I think they got it about as small as they, they probably could. Yeah, and the cape is in a back panel. It is, yep. is, and they've managed to, um, despite all the, you know, despite it blowing in the wind, they've actually managed to keep it relatively flat. It's yep. quite wide, but it's quite flat. We said the same thing about Batman. Um, and this one actually comes with instructions. It does, yes. which is quite amazing. Yes, it's, yep. um, it's really quite, I mean, once you get it together, it, it really is quite flawless in the way it, it goes together, but you sort of sit there reading the instructions going, I don't believe I actually need instructions to put together a really expensive statue. So look, you know, this statue will set you back about 400 US dollars, and um, I think that you can still get them from Sideshow, so don't panic, that's because they made billions of them. Um, <laughs> one thing that's quite interesting is when you take his head out and, and you sort of pop it into the neck area, you actually have to sort of lift up the top of his costume, which mm. is actually fabric, and then sort of neatly sort of lift it up and, and pull it over the join, um, which is actually quite clever because it, it hides the... Um, you know, the, the joint between the bottom of his neck and the top of his chest really quite well. Uh, and then getting his cape on, you think it'd be as simple as just sort of hanging it over the back, but, um, no, there's this weird sort of twisting mechanism yeah. that you actually have to do to get it into place. It's all quite bizarre and, um, it comes together quite well and, and quite easily. I didn't think anything was, was too difficult. Well, I did have a tiny bit of trouble just getting, because on the instructions, the whole point of the cape instruction thing is that you know, otherwise you could mark the neck with the cape. And so I was paranoid about doing that, and uh, it took me a few goes just to kind of get it in far enough so that when I twisted, the uh, there, there is a peg that ultimately you're trying to kind of match up. But, um, yeah, once you're done, you know. Yeah, yeah. Very good. Yes, now it is. All right, well, <clears throat> we'll talk about the overall look before we get into the details of sort of the sculpting and, and I guess, the, um, you know, the fabrication of the piece. And in, in terms of the pose, um, the, the Batman statue was sort of fairly generic. I, you know, it's just Batman on top of a gargoyle and he looks like he's, you know, just checking the place out. 
However, uh, personally, Superman has the opposite effect. This is probably the most heroic pose you could get. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. He, he really is standing there, one leg up, with chest out, arms ready as if he could take off at any second. And, you know, this really is a, a heroic Superman. It's it's quite impressive. Um, all right, well, we might start from the bottom and, you know, work from yep. the ground up. Yep. Uh, um, one thing that was um, I've complained about in the past with the X-Men premium format statues is the inconsistencies with the base. Um, many of them come with sort of round black bases with a red X on them for X-Men and others come on sort of a uh, a wildlife base with, you know, rocks and plants and stuff like that, and, and that's been quite inconsistent. So I was a little bit surprised that they didn't actually go with um, a similar theme to Batman. Like Batman's on a gargoyle. I thought maybe uh, Superman might be sort of standing atop part of the um, the Daily Planet building or, or something like that. However, they've actually decided to go with a base that kind of represents, um, you know, a very sort of Kryptonian um, fortress of solitude kind of feel. So it's it's made up of big... Um, sharp pieces of, of ice, I guess you'd, you'd say. Um, and if it's not ice, it's just sort of Kryptoni, Kryptonian looking sort of architecture. I don't know. Did, did it come across as ice to you? I just assumed it's part of the Fortress of Solitude. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Oh, very good. It's not just me then. Nope. Um, this is really, really well done. It's yep. actually very, very nice to look at. Um, they've actually painted it in a very high gloss, almost, almost pearl paint. Um, it was obviously white and they, they've sort of layered it up with some, some blue. So you've got that sort of very glossy blue and white and it really does give you the impression that it's ice. Yeah. Um, I, I really like that kind of sheen on it it was different from what i thought it was going to be and it's not super heavy either no that's exactly right yeah <clears throat> so um once you've done that i mean that's that's really quite nice mine doesn't have any any sort of issues with it um it sits quite nicely it's actually a good solid base for such a big piece like the, these statues are heavy um once you get sort of superman into the base or, or batman and you try and lift them up these statues have some pretty oh serious gosh, weight absolutely. to them yeah. i think batman's heavier than this one though yeah, 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 I think there's yeah. just more to it. Um, <clears throat> so you lift out Superman, and at this particular stage, he has no cape and he has no head. Um, oh, no. And you, you've okay. got some pretty, <laughs> there's some pretty solid pegs in the bottom of his feet. Um, so, you know, he, he, he sort of sits in there quite nicely. To me, this one is a bit more centrally balanced. <clears throat> Batman looks like he's a bit sort of, I don't know, off, mm. off kilter a little bit. He's over to one side of the gargoyle. Um, Superman stands much more in the center uh, of this piece. So he slots in quite nicely. <coughs> then, <coughs> pardon me, as we mentioned, um, you, you pop in the head and, uh, you, you turn around the cape and there's the man of steel. Um, one thing with this mixed media statue that I find is the cloth works beautifully. I'm, yeah, I'm really, yeah. really impressed. This, this actually looks like a muscular guy wearing a superhero outfit. Um, you know, a lot of the time in the way comics are drawn and in the way we get action figures and things like that, you get these guys with, um, really super detailed musculature, which in, in real life wouldn't actually come through a costume. Um, and what they've managed to do is, is capture, I guess, what a, a normal person would look like. So, you know, they've got a, a very, very muscular sculpt with the blue fabric, uh, stretched over the top. He's got his red jocks over the top of that. Of course. Um, <clears throat> the attention to detail on the costume is just beautiful. Um, 
His boots are actually polystone, but if you even look at something as simple as the way um, his his legs are going into the polystone boots, it really does look like his fabric wrapped legs are, are going into these solid boots. Like it's it's really beautifully executed. Um, my red undies bunch up a little bit around the hips, um, <laughs> and it hasn't kind of worked as well as I think they intended it to. Yeah, mine are the same. But you know, it's it, it's such a you know, it's such a minor quibble because I, I really think in this particular case that mixed media has worked beautifully. Mm. Yeah, it's a, it's very, uh, to me, you know, I've, I've said this before. I think that that's what these premium formats are all about. And I'm really glad, particularly with, um, Batman and Superman that they really went, um, the whole hog as it were with it and committed to the, the fabric. Um, the capes make it, you know, that the capes kind of make the, the mixed media work and elevate it to that next level. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 One thing that's really nice is the way the costume actually bunches up around some of the joints. So, I mean, a, a lot of thinking must go into the design for these because, for example, uh, around where his elbows are, you know, the costume sort of bunches up just that little bit so you get that little bit of natural sort of drapery. Um, and it just adds. It, it really does add to the effect oh, of yeah. the piece. Um, <clears throat> one thing that's interesting is he actually has a proper belt that's actually threaded through belt loops in his jocks. So, you know, he has these little fabric loops and, and the belt actually threads around and through it. Yeah. Um, so this is the traditional Superman in every way, shape and form. This is, you know, exactly how you'd actually, um, you know, picture Superman, you know, 20 or 30 years ago. So he has the traditional uh, red and yellow S on his chest. Um, it is actually an added piece. So this isn't actually um, part of the blue fabric that, that forms the top of his costume. This is something that they've added later. Um, this is actually really well applied. So this is um, some kind of a, a, a printed vinyl or something like that that somebody has had to glue on. Um, so you're obviously at risk of uh, placing it off-center. Um, you're at risk of showing some of the glue coming through, you know, when it's pressed down. But um, on, on mine, it's been executed perfectly. It's, um, it's exactly where you'd want it. And, you know, there's no additional slop of glue or anything like that. Mm. Mine's the same. <laughs> We're doing well. We're doing well. I, I, right. I think I've been an interjection into your yes, review. Yes, yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, all right. Well, we're continuing to move upwards. Um, we get to the cape, and I think this is by far the standout of this statue. Um, I think I said that the cape for Batman was astonishing. Um, it now falls into a distant second compared to Superman's cape because... <laughs> The, the sculpting and drapery uh, on this cape is insane, absolutely yeah. insane. Um, what's probably the most disappointing is it looks even better from behind. Yeah, it does. Uh, yeah. And, and it's kind of sad because, you know, I think if you've got display cabinets, you'd probably want to put some mirrors in the back just so that you can see the, you know, the back of these figures. There, there are little kind of, you know, crinkles and things in this that from certain angles would make you stop and wonder, is that fabric? Yeah, 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 like it is just um, done. It's not a half-hearted attempt at a at a cape. It is yes. so clever. And in the past, we've actually seen fabric capes that have wire in them so that you can move them around. This is actually a, a single solid piece of polystone. Um, it's obviously been painted in the red, but they've airbrushed sort of some darker you know, that, that darker blood red into the um, the recesses to really give them um, some depth um, to the cape. It really is exquisite to look at it. it. It looks like it's blowing in the wind. It's um, it's really quite amazing. 
Um, moving up again, uh, we get to the head, and um, this is something that's really quite interesting. This is something that's quite divisive uh, amongst Superman fans, is that, you know, what is the definitive look of Superman? Um, interestingly, I think very, very early on in the design phase of this statue, um, he originally was done as a prototype with a different head, um, that head has um, since been changed, and then the one we saw at San Diego was the um, the second and, and revised. Um, I think that the original head was very kind of, um, I guess you'd almost say John Byrne inspired. Um, you know, it had a, it's hard to actually say. I mean, it's not a more cartoony look. It's just, I guess it's just different to the one that we got. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's like, hard I, to put a finger on it because yeah. like, it, it is obviously, uh, I even wonder if, it, is it actually different or is it just a different kind of paint job on it? I, I don't know. It, it looks to me, it does look John Byrne-ish, but um, yeah. if, if I had to pick an artist that the new one's inspired by, I'd almost say that it was Alex Ross inspired. The, the new head, it's... Uh, yeah, without looking like a 90-year-old Superman. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, when when Ross even draws a young Superman, he's he's obviously a bit of a veteran as well, and yeah, uh, yeah. I've, I've never yeah. had a, a real problem with that. Um, the sculpt on the head uh, is, is beautiful. He's absolutely beautiful. They have done a fantastic job. Um, one thing that is really, really interesting to note is sort of the hair on the side of the face. Um, you know, just above the, uh, just above the ear, the way it's kind of blended in with his skin is just so well sculpted. Um, you know, you've got that square jaw, you've got the spit curls happening. Um, you know, the, the head is just fantastic. It really is. Um, it, they've done a really good job of, uh, kind of catering for a number of different, um, you know, possible fan groups here because it isn't, yeah, it's open to a bit of interpretation, I think, you know, in terms of, uh, what you decide that it looks like. It's not, you know, just straight out Alex Ross. It could be yep. Byrne. It could be George Perez. It could be like, you know, it's, um, I think they've done a really good job of a really kind of generic classic Superman. So. Absolutely. Great Absolutely. Job. And this was the selling point for me. I remember when there was a hint that Superman was coming. Um, I was thinking at the time that the head sculpt would be the make or break for me. Uh, I wasn't a fan of the head sculpt they did for the um, the one six scale action figure. So I'm really quite grateful that this is the one that we got. Um, there is a switch out portrait. I think is it with the exclusive edition you get the the second head. Yeah. Um, which basically isn't a, a huge difference in terms of the actual sculpt. I guess all you could say is that um, he probably looks a little bit more determined. Uh, I wouldn't say it's an angry face because he doesn't show any teeth, but he's certainly um, a little bit more annoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, but the you know the big deal with the the switch out portrait is um, he actually comes with heat vision eyes, and so you actually get red eyes instead of just regular eyes and there is the option of actually um replacing the red eyes with red eyes with i guess the only thing you could call them is spaghetti eyes so they're these <laughs> weird little um clear red constructs that you you know put into his eyes and it looks like he's you know got heat coming off of his heat vision sort of just trailing away because he's you know he's just blasted something um this is really really peculiar because you actually have to sit there and pull the little red eyes out before you can put the wispy ones in. And That's freaky. It is, it is. You actually have to sit there. And my fingers, you know, I, I do not have small hands. And so the idea of sitting there pulling these little, little red things out of his face in order to put the spaghetti ones in there, I thought, oh, I can just see me scratching the paint, breaking one off, 
so in the end, I stuck the uh, the regular head on, and that's just the way it stayed ever since. Yeah. Um, I have no problems with the regular head whatsoever. Yeah. Um, in terms of paint, one thing that's really quite impressive with this is the skin tone. Um, skin tone is not easy to do, and they've really captured this well. Um, there's some beautiful shading, um, some washes in the right places. Uh, and, and best of all, all those little things that you normally really depend on with a statue like this uh, are just dead on. There, there's no slop when it comes to highlighting the eyes. There's no slop uh, around the eyebrows, the Lips are obviously painted a darker colour than the skin around it, and they've just done a fantastic job in in applying those extra touches. I am really uh, impressed just by the kind of shading, I guess, on the the skin tone, and that mm. you know it is that there's some really uh, subtle work on not just the head but the hands as well um, yep. to just give a bit of you know kind of shadow and um, that sort of thing. It's it's really beautifully done. We should mention as well Andy Bergholtz, who has been doing a lot of these lately, is the sculptor. Um, so you know, huge kudos to him for such a great sculpting job. Absolutely, and I think this is what happens when everybody working on the project just all uh, and puts in the best job possible. I mean, you've got an amazing sculpt, you've got, you know, the fa- the mixed media, the fabric has come together beautifully. Whoever painted the piece just did an amazing job. The, the skin toast looks like it's been highlighted with that sort of sponge effect, just a slight touching of the sponge repeatedly to sort of get that that sort of motley feeling to skin because, you know, skin doesn't generally have a, a single tone all the way across. Um, so, you know, it just has all come together so, so well. And um, I actually like this guy more than I do Batman, I think. Me too. It is exquisite. And these these are big suckers. Um, we talked about how huge Batman was. And I thought, you know, there's no way that Superman can be as big as Batman because, you know, Batman's got the ears and everything. <laughs> but if you actually put Superman's head and you go across, he's probably about a bee's dick taller than, than Batman. <laughs> it's, um, he just towers in. So, you know, again, you're looking at a massive statue here, um, over two feet tall. Um, one thing that's interesting, when we talked about Batman, who is obviously quite tall but also large and a bit – I still think you're a little bit larger in scale than the others. Um, when you put uh, Superman uh, in between Green Lantern and Batman, it, the Green Lantern doesn't look as out of scale. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure why that is, but, you know, Batman next to Green Lantern, you kind of think, oh, they've, they've screwed up here. Um, but – uh, the Green Lantern is leaning forward quite a bit, and so I think that is a little he bit is. misleading about how tall he actually is. But yeah. um, I even feel like Batman is bigger in his body than Superman. Like Batman is just huge, he and uh, he's heavier than Superman. The Batman, like I had to move Batman to uh, put Superman up on my display, and uh, it's just r- ridiculously heavy. That guy. <laughs> Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I agree about the Greenlander thing. Uh, I think if you've got the exclusive Greenland and you can put the fist construct on it, it like, adds a bit more sort of bulk to the piece. And yeah, I've and got the fist. Back. I've got the fist. Yeah, yeah. It's, so, it's just the height thing. Yeah, absolutely. Makes so, it hard to tell. Well, he's hoping that you know, with subsequent releases of you know Flash and Aquaman, they can sort of even it up a little bit. Indeed. 
Um, the only complaint I've got about this whole thing is that I feel like I am going to be picking little bits of styrofoam out of my hair and um, carpet forever. This was the worst one for me so far in terms yeah. of the styrofoam breaking everywhere. Yeah, yep. Really, really bad. It's like if there's a cheaper version of polystyrene out there, Sideshow so haven't discovered it because they're yeah. currently using the cheapest version already. Shocking. Um, and... and- you can actually see if you look on my Facebook album, like when you open, I opened up the cape and it's just like covered in little styrofoam bits and it takes ages to actually oh, yeah. get rid of all that. Ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. You take each piece out and then you sit there sort of, you know, blowing all over yeah. just to get the, the crap off it. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <clears throat> so look, I, you know, um, Sideshow have been criticized a little bit in the past for um, some of their, their, um, you know, their quality, uh, assurance on some of their pieces. Uh, in terms of, I, I think the DC premium format statues, they really up their game. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and really they are back on top because, um, you know, th- this piece is pretty much flawless. It's, absolutely. Uh, everything has just come together so well, um, to produce just a, a beautiful, beautiful statue. Yeah. So I, I really, um, when I was taking mine, opening it up and putting it together and you know i mean i've been collecting for a while and i have a decent sized collection and uh, you know you enjoy every new piece but i don't get that like whoa this is incredible feeling very often but definitely this is like i can't imagine it's going to be hard to top this that's actually a really good point um you know, we've got some pretty interesting characters coming down the pipeline. I mean, obviously, we're going to get Aquaman, uh, we're going to get Flash, but I'm really very curious how they're going to do someone like um, Hawkman. Yeah. You know, with those wings, I think that's going to be pretty astonishing. I think the Martian Manhunter as well. Um, but, you know, really just the just the idea of some of the characters potentially do in, in this particular media, like Deathstroke, in that oh, sort yeah. of, that classic sort of Perez look, so... Really quite keen. Well, very happy collectors. Yes. All right, so dolly rating. Oh, are you going to give it a dolly rating? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's got got to be a ten. Yeah, it is. Yeah, ten yeah. all up, no question. Yeah, definitely See, ten I, out of ten. I think he looks a bit old to me, but that's just me. nah. No, I, I always, uh, you know, I always picture when you see Superman in the Justice League as being that, not a veteran, but just, you know, leading the way in, in power and maturity, so I don't have a problem with that. But Love if he's it. Superman, why does he age? <coughs> oh, no. Don't complicate the review, John. Oh, it hurts my head. Don't complicate the review. Okay. Well, it's really cool. Love it. I, yeah. Nice piece, guys. Love it. A nice piece, for sure. <laughs> Thank you very much. And great job talking about it. Thank you. Thank you. And after that really thorough review of an awesome piece, we will come back, have some feedback, and close out the show. Make no mistake. Jack Slater is the last action hero. And now you can be Slater. Jack, help! Pick on someone your own size, Ripper! You asked for it, Slater! <laughs> Piece of cake. Big mistake. Have a dumbbell, dumbbell. Ah! You're such a drip, Rip. Keep Peck and Jack, Hook, Watch, and Danny, Axe, Swing, and Ripper, and Dynamite Jack Slater sold separately. New from Mattel. Well, before we finish off, we normally have some feedback, but right before we do feedback, I actually have one small piece of breaking news that happened just a couple of minutes ago. I saw it on Twitter. Um, 
it looks like we're getting some X-Files pop vial from our friends at Funko, and they have leaked some prototype images of Mulder and a gray alien. So there you go. Oh, you got to get Mulder. And you know if there's a Mulder, there's going to be a Scully. He's got the big hair going on, so looks good. (laughs) You know what property I was thinking would look good as pop vinyls? And that's um, Monkey, or as it's traditionally known, you know, Journey to the West. You know, Monkey, Pigsy, Sandy, Mm. Triptaka. Huh? Yeah, what? You with me, aren't you, Adam? Yeah. yeah okay. Thanks, Adam. You know, Appreciate that. Monkey Magic. There, guys. Monkey Magic. Uh, oh, yeah. Monkey, why are you coming to my temple? I come to beat you up. Uh, anyway, moving on. Okay. <laughs> well, it's time for us to share some feedback. And, you know, if you'd like to hear your questions, comments, suggestions, or just, you know, if you have a good recipe for pumpkin pie, you can send that along. Um, on future episodes, please email us at podcast at actionfigureblues.com and if you put Scott's name in it and mention something nice about him, it might actually make it to air. Probably greatly increases the chances for sure. So, Mr. Ben, you have our first piece of feedback. I do, I do. It's not actually feedback. It's actually just a big hearty thank you. And I just want to throw that out to um, AFB Forum member uh, Derek WC. Um, Derek was kind enough to hook me up with the Walgreens exclusive um, Funko Legacy Tyrion action figure. Um, and so, yeah, I just wanted to say, uh, you know, a big thank you. And, and again, yeah, that's what I love about this um, this little forum of ours and how, you know, brings people together and allows you to get stuff that you wouldn't ordinarily be able to get. So, yeah, love thanks, it. Derek. Are you going to give thanks, him a big Derek. man hug? Oh, well, you know, meet him in uh, in person, yeah. Okay. I can see Run, that. Derek. There's still time. Derek, <laughs> Derek is good people. Yeah, indeed. He's very good people. <laughs> and speaking of good people, Adam, you have some other feedback yes. for us. I do. I have an email from Jerry. It says, uh, hey, AFB guys, first time call, long time listener, as they say. I want to let you know that I've been enjoying your show from the beginning. I like your humor. I like the regular segments. And most of all, I love the wide range of things that you guys collect and review. I just want to say I've really been enjoying the current trend of episodes with more toy reviews. I do enjoy the discussion topics and interviews, but I especially enjoy hearing what you think about stuff that has just come out. It helps me make decisions about what to buy and what to avoid. Realistically... Realistically... Ah, up your date. <laughs> Realistically, it probably cost me more money because you make stuff sound so good, but at least I know what I'm going to enjoy what I get. Anyway, thank you for the show, and I thought it was high time I let you know I have a, you have a fan in me. Jerry from Eau Claire, Wisconsin. You didn't do cool. that right. It should be, you have a fan in me. Do, 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 do. <laughs> you have a fan in me. Oh, dear. Thanks, yeah. Jerry. Yeah. Now that we're singing, it must be time to go to bed. Might <laughs> <sighs> get any argument from me. <laughs> well, if he is if he's enjoying the shows with more uh, toy reviews, then he certainly would have enjoyed this one. Yay! Yes, he would. So many reviews. Yay! Yay! That is true. A lot of reviews. A plethora. Plethora. Would you say I have a plethora of birthday presents? It's not your birthday yet. Uh, it's from a movie. What movie? What movie? I'm going to bed. What movie? The Three Amigos. Oh, see, I... Would you say I have a plethora of birthday presents? Not a fan. <gasps> what? Oh, God, it's on again. We need to separate Adam, call security. Yeah. I'm just going to let him go for it. Okay. Hey, we should end the show, though. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. We will all say goodbye, good night, and um, good night, Argentina. Good night, Argentina. And, uh, yeah, the Funko Fabrications Yoda is so cute. No, it's not. Yes, it is.
No more time. Good night. Night, everybody. See yous. Night. See yous. Yeah, laters. See yous. The Action Figure Blues podcast can be found on iTunes and Stitcher Radio and downloaded direct at actionfigureblues.com by clicking on the podcast tab. If you do listen to us on iTunes, please take a moment to leave a positive rating and review. We also have an active fan forum at afbforum.com where you can join in with all of the hosts of the podcast and many other collectors to discuss news, new releases, old lines, and engage in trades and sales in a safe community. Please join us there. While you're at actionfigureblues.com, please don't forget to check out our sponsors like Mike's Comics and Stuff, ShelfLife.net, and the Pop Culture Superstore, who help keep our site running. You can also find us on Twitter, at AFBlues, and on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash actionfigureblues. Thanks for listening. Ah, oh, crap, now all my tabs are out of order. Oh, my. Oh, motherfuckers. Yeah, this is, you know, just another reason why I insta-tab. <coughs> the tabs. It's a new face coined this evening. Insta-tab. Add that to the lexicon. I was just thinking that. Okay. Over to you, boss man. Okay. In five, four, three. I need to come up with something witty to say, don't I? Usually before you count in, but hey, I'm all for innovating. Five, four, three. He's so cute. What's wrong with you? He's not cute. He's so cute. He's not cute. Not cute. I am. She's so posable. <laughs> I'm pleased. That's going in the outtakes. <laughs> Who's editing? I don't know. Are you offering? No. Oh, okay. Well, it won't make it in the outtakes then. I'm going to beat you up because you don't think that Yoda is cute, not because of your bad grammar. I think Yoda in general is cute, not that particular Yoda. Well, you're wrong. Thank you.